You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Hi, welcome to Relevant Life, a program brought to you by Mid-Country Chapel to encourage, motivate, and bring this generation closer to God. Relevant Life is proudly sponsored by 8N Pharmacy Swami Makro, ZTH Company Limited, Asafo and Amakom, Morton's Pharmacy, TUC Junction. Stay tuned as our head pastor, Reverend David Kwanza, brings you today's message. It is very important so that the dominion mandate can be accomplished. Their dominion mandate, as, as it is stated in um, Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, 27, 28, God said, now let's, let's read that scripture also, that for that to come to pass, there must be the mindset of abundance in you. It must be somebody that thinks above and beyond this measure. And when we do that, we open ourselves to the power of grace and the manifestation thereof of the power of grace and god said let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion somebody said dominion now underline them one after the other the word dominion over the fish of the sea over the fowl of the air over the cattle and over all the earth over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth we should have dominion over all of them verse number 29 uh, 27 please go dominion over everything so god created man in his own image in the image of god created he he male female created he them verse 28 and god blessed them uh, underline the word blessed he blessed them and god said unto them be fruitful now that's the mandate this is your life this is your life this is your life you should never think less than this when he created them he had this mindset for them he had this plan for them then he said that uh, be fruitful and multiply so underline those words fruitful multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion we come across that word again dominion now abundance is important for this to come to pass if we're going to be able to dominate if we're going to be able to subdue the earth it is important that abundance of everything comes the larger we are the greater we become the more impact people or nations are able to accomplish or, or make I, I i was studying this i was looking at the powerful nations of the earth and it is it is it is easy it is right there in africa the greatest the power the most powerful apart from south africa is nigeria it's in numbers you look at their population alone i've been in nigeria if you have five thousand church members you are not one of the young churches coming up and it's it's it, it, it gives you a great advantage now we can talk about russia we can talk about india we can talk about uh, china we can talk about the united states i was looking at it perhaps the only nation that is not 
so populated and great but it has made so much impact on it has to do with great britain i don't know their population now but when i was in the uk they were about 67 million people and uh, maybe by reason of position advantage or advancement earlier they were able to dominate almost uh, greater parts of the world but you can see that abundance gives great advantage to people and especially when they have multiplied i was at the funeral of a man that died i think a year ago and he gave birth to one 109 children here and you can imagine the funeral 109 children hallelujah and even there was a dispute about that because there were other people that were popping up from left and right who were all claiming that he is their father and and the children came together when they were taking the family picture all of them together it was chaos are you here with me but there's there's something about life there's something about us there's something about us that we can outlive our time we can be able to be gone like abel is gone but still speak to the earth still speak to the nations it has to do with how we were able to live our dominion mandate if it has to do with scarcity shortage difficulty hello challenges left and right it will be very difficult to do this look at those words to replenish it means that we make use of things and we replace them while we are at it using then we also are making sure that everything is being uh, uh reproduced amen and and we are giving back onto the earth without abundance that cannot happen it can never happen so you cannot have dominion i don't want to mention nations but there are nations in this uh, africa continent that i don't know how they're going to be able to rise and become so powerful and make so much impact on our continent you look at the numbers you look at the people you look at the multiplication of things in their life and you can easily tell what impact they're going to make in the coming years so there is no way we can be able to live and of course sometimes to a certain two percent one percent there will be a people that might have made an impact without abundance in mind that that is not what god is looking for he can work with one and he can work with thousands that's how he is but when he comes across one the plan of god is to make it a thousand to the glory of his name so it is impossible for you to be able to subdue the earth near impossibility how do you subdue the earth when there is no abundance so the task ahead of us which is always accompanied by grace enough for that task to be accomplished is that you must live your dominion mandate but it begins with abundance mindset it can be done i will get there and in 2024 you're gonna get there in the mighty name of jesus oh in 2024 you're gonna get there to the glory of god in the mighty name of jesus so in all aspects of him the spirit of abundance the life of abundance the power of abundance is in there so that we'll be able to fulfill this very important mandate in our lives in thinking so therefore i want to deal with this aspect of uh, uh i don't know whether it is something that was created or assumed where in believing uh and following after god it's always like when we say oh bless then it has to do he has a lot of money i i i don't subscribe to that and sometimes when we have that kind of mindset messages like this are coming to us and we shut it off because we're thinking oh god is talking about money and i've even tried and didn't come so you are angry you don't want to hear anything like that uh, but the fact that you don't want to hear about it doesn't mean god is going to stop preaching about it it's in the bible it's going to be preached forever but it has to do with having the full understanding of what is going on here 
of what is going on here. Lamentations chapter 3, the verse number 22. What is going on here? God, God wants you to have that mindset in order for you to have the life you desire. Very important. If you don't think it, it doesn't happen. And that's how he made us. If you don't have it in mind, no, no. People that have made impact and you are looking at them in Ghana today and we or you wish you were like them and you have gotten to their level is that because they sat down and talked through and said, no, we can do this. We can get there. We can't we can be in a comfort kind of a myopia and then let things happen. We want to make impact and they did. And as I preach to you today, there are people that are thinking same to make impact, if not today, they're going to be making such impact in the coming decades. There are people that are making uh, reserve, uh, uh, resolves and uh, they are planning and plotting their 2024 so that they will move from the uh, realm of complaint into a life that is going to be lived in abundance. May the Lord give you grace to accomplish that if you are there. It is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed because His compassions fail not so there's so much compassion that god god has for people and it doesn't end he doesn't fail them his mercies uh holds people keep people from being consumed the verse number 23 let's move on look at this very carefully uh they are new every morning and great is thy faithfulness so the steadfast love of the lord never ceaseth ceaseth and his his mercies uh never comes to an end we have a song that we sing they are new every morning one of the great compassionate things about god or one of the great attributes of his nature has to do with his compassion and his mercy and they are new every morning and they never cease it is so much abundant that you can depend on it you can you can live your life always assured of this in your spirit that his mercies will be there uh, in 2024 his mercies are going to be there if our mercies are waiting for you in the name of jesus love is waiting for you so god gives love in abundance it never ceases god gives mercies unto people it never comes to an end it is so abundant that's why you are so sure of this God and you are following him in the years ahead of you and especially beginning from next year one thing you must abound in must be the love of God and the message of God true love hallelujah that you become the kind of a person that in the family in the circles that you operating in in your marriage in your home you emit so much love and it's a constant it is always there when they see you they know that love is coming in the name of jesus in the coming years may they call you sister love may they call you brother love in the mighty name of jesus that you demonstrate so much love because that is the nature of god you don't want to be the kind of person set in a family set among friends set among uh, a family nuclear and all you do is create problems for everybody you don't want to be the kind of person in 2024 and on as a person that goes and you say so many things about people and destroy and condemn and then when you see them you are laughing and smiling and want to shake their hands you don't want to become that kind of person you don't want heaven to record you as such a fellow amen sometimes we can inherit those things by reason of where we are coming from experiences we have had things we have been through and by the time you realize naturally you've also gravitated towards that in some circles you just become a gossiper 
without even thinking about it. You become a destructive person without even thinking about it. By the time you realize you are just calling people in the family and destroying other people, coming up with names and talking about their history and things they did some time ago. And that is the kind of life you live. In the coming year, may you never become that person. God is looking at the goodness in him. And he wants that to flow through you in abundance. May you become a person of mercy. The Bible says that, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall also obtain mercy. So in the abundance of your mercy, you also have mercy. Something I learned about forgiveness or unforgiveness. I realized that when you were a person of unforgiveness uh, and anybody does something to you and quickly you come in and you have to do something back and uh, uh, sometimes even to the destructive point. One thing about unforgiveness is that this wicked, uh, or should I call the person wicked, this unforgiving person may die and go. He lived his life unforgiven. Anybody that did something, he's going to do something back. Those are the kind of people they are trying now. And then they do something against you. There's something about unforgiveness. They might have given birth unto children. Hallelujah. They may be dead and gone, but their unforgiveness will bear fruit even in their children. Over their years, over the years, their children, their grandchildren will also do something against somebody and the person will destroy them. It is, it is, it is, it is, it is evil. Amen. I've seen families that have gone through very tough, tough, tough challenges. In fact, there was someone I know that had a terrible accident, went through a very painful experience. And all that a lot of people were saying is that, yeah, they deserve it, that family. And it wasn't the person who had done something wrong, but they were known. A mother, a father was known as somebody who will make sure he destroys your life. And so their generations after pay a certain price by reason of that unforgiveness. So when you are merciful, you are saving your coming generations. When you let go, you are making it easy for your generations to come to also tread this life. Go through life finding forgiveness and mercy from other people because the patriarchs and the matriarchs of that family lived that fruit. And God is full of it, mercy. God is full of it. No matter the environment you are in, the place you work, the circles you are moving in, no matter. When they begin to come up with all those things, the hatred, the envy, the wickedness, the payback, the slander, and everything that is known of them, known of the people, known of our nation, you want to make sure in the coming years, in the name of Jesus, that as long as it is not part of the nature of God in abundance, as long as it is not one of his elements or one of the factors that makes him great, you're going to be in the circles because sometimes you cannot shun them. God calls us to, he calls us to practice uh, separation, not isolation. So you're going to be still there. You'll still be a friend. You'll still be an acquaintance. You'll still be in the family. You'll still be in the same workplace. But this one, my God does not flow in it. God does not flow in envy. And I'm not going to talk as an envious person. I'm not going to be part of that. Again, it is also instructive for us to know that when he talks about the abundance of his nature, it is not all about money. It is about fruit. It is about seeds. It's about his nature. So the thing is that sometimes God might not start blessing a person by money. 
In fact, for those who see the direct benefits in God as, as legal tender, it has to be money God is giving unto me. Sometimes they might feel frustrated, offended in their God or delayed. Because they are looking at it in terms of some kind of legal tender, some kind of gold silver that God pushed in my direction. It is never like that. Are you with me? In the abundance of his nature, mercy, love, goodness, faithfulness, in the abundance of his nature, his power, in the abundance of his nature as a God who blesses, the Lord wants us to flow in all of it. Because although love is not a currency, love is not a legal tender, mercy is not a legal tender, when you are a merciful person, forgiving person, it doesn't end you anything at the exact moment you are showing it but this fruit can be sold many blessings comes to people because of these qualities mercy might not be a legal tender but it can bring so much blessings into your life love and true love might not be hard currency cash in your bank account but it can bring a whole lot of blessings into your life blessings that sometimes you cannot buy with money the, the, the nature of God and his personality and the abundance of such fruit, such, such elements, uh, such nature of God buys things for us. It buys a whole lot for you. So it's not always coming in hard cash bundles of it. Praise the Lord. And then it just packed like, oh my God, it would have been nice. 24th night, an angel comes to your house, amen, holding dollars in, you know, in a hard cash. Can I hear an amen here? Bundles like that. You would have imagined how you have your credit. Like by now, you'll be in Belize. You won't be in service today. And, and the angel is holding it and say that, oh, Moses, this is all yours. But love and mercy can purchase you more than that. It can send so many favors in your life. It can push people. When Jesus spoke about the blessings that God gives unto people, he said that it comes in good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over, shall men bring to your bosom. So he can cause men. Now, some of you have become um, um, beneficiaries of this, this kind of thing, that you're working at your workplace and they look at your nature and they promote you. And people are paying the money and they can't get it. Okay, they said, that, oh, that sister, I mean, she's so steadfast. She, 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 she's just so good. A lady, I, I was saying this at the wedding that we had last uh, uh, week. And, and I was saying that this, this lady has been a member of the church for so many years. And she has never been a problem for anybody in the church. She's never been a problem for me as a pastor. I don't want a, a church member that want, I'm going this way and they're coming this way. I'm trying to go, go this way. She's been an excellent church member. The fruits of the Spirit purchases things for your life more than money. So you're not going after money. You want to become a loving person in abundance. You're not going after money. You're going after being merciful and forgiven. You just want to forgive. How can you hate and these are the things that we pick. We pick up. These are, these are things that are pushed and forced on us. How can you hate to the point of wanting to destroy something you gave birth to? Now, if you were a man, how can you hate your wife? And if you were a woman, 
How can you hate your husband? You have to ask yourself. You need to just take some step and begin to question. What is going on with me? Why am I so full of anger for my wife? Why do I wish her dead? Why? And then when you probe into that, you begin to then realize that somehow in the course of your life and your growth, which I'm not taking from you, everybody comes from such background. You just built that. Now it's becoming a volcano that wants to erupt and it's erupting all over the place. Any, any person that does anything, you just go after destruction. You just go about this or killing them. It, it just goes like that. But what we forget is that once we become children of God, once we become God's own and the new life comes into us, Paul spoke about it, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, the old nature, the old nature, the old nature, it's gone. All things have become new. All things. So all things are becoming new. He gave up Jesus for all of us. And he freely gives all things to us. Many times, involuntarily, you pick things. By the time you realize, you don't wish people well. But then you will be saying, I wish you well. Exactly the opposite. You wish their relationship broke down. You wish their businesses closed. You wish their marriages break down. You wish they were sacked from their jobs. You wish they go through difficulties like you go through. But when you meet them, they say, oh, hello, how is everything? They shall be well with you. How can you hate your own mother? How can you hate your father? Oh, there's a justification. You know, pastor, you know what? I know what, what, what my son did, what my mother did. Once you become born again, God is expecting that all things and everything become new. How can we become that generations that are projecting God's nature in its abundance onto a world by rebuking ourselves, looking in the mirror, say, "Oh, that goes to my old nature. That's my old nature. That's me, vintage. That's my family. That's who we are." We don't care about anybody. Anybody that starts succeeding around us, we wish they come down. We can become a nation. We can become a people, a family that are just waiting for something terrible to happen to somebody to bring them down, sometimes below our level or at our level. Here is what I think. If you ever get to a place in life where you wish that somebody comes down to your level, it means you've not gone far. It means you've not gone far. But the dominion mandate says that we should strive to go far. So in 2024, love, mercy, and they are new every morning. I'm going to, one time I had gone to the post office, EMS, specifically to pick up stuff that had been mailed to me. And uh, when I went to the counter, they told me to pay an amount. It's been long ago. I don't remember the exact figure. So I did the payment. And then when just, I was just about leaving, the man was like, oh, sir, 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 please come. 
come for your change. And he gave me 120 Ghana cities. So I left. I didn't even look at it. I just took the money, went straight to my car. I started and moved from a doom post office. I came all the way to Harper Road and started descending towards uh, the Malcolm area. And then I looked at my hands because I was still holding the chain. It was 120, and I'm like, wow, he's supposed to give me 16 cities or 20 cities or something. But why this? <laughs> so quickly I stopped, turned around, and went back. And Edum has that kind of traffic that sometimes it can be annoying. So I drove through it for about 25 minutes, waited, and patiently I got to the place. And I said, I said, you gave me more than uh, you were supposed to. He, he, he looked at me and said, Bro, I woke up in now. In the years to come, I pray that you become the same person. Who can make country? Can I hear an amen here? We can change our families and change our world when we understand the abundance of what we have been freely given, even in the nature of God. Don't create problem for anybody. Don't create problem for anybody in the coming years. Oh, hallelujah. Don't create problem for your friends, your husband, your wife, your family. Take yourself out of that. It's becoming endemic. It's becoming part of our culture. Take yourself out of it. Because there is no way we're going to have a greater, better Ghana in the coming years with that kind of mentality. There is no way it's going to happen. Take yourself out of it. So that we can influence and impact our world and get our dominion mandate accomplished to the glory of God in the mighty name of Jesus. Love, show mercy. It never ceases and it is new every morning. I know you're going to become the kind of person that somebody does something and they're expecting that uh, you're going to be there waiting with, a, with, with some kind of a cutlass. They're going to come against them with some harsh words and stuff. And what that's what they expect. But then when they come to you, you don't even talk about it. So wow, God's nature is very beautiful. You know, sometimes you can be shaking hands with people and smiling at them, and you know their wickedness. So I'm so okay, fine. He knows it, he has seen it. But it is the love of God that constrains them. And as wise people, they would rather operate in the love of God than with the hearts of men. It is cruel and it is desperate. So love people. Show mercy. Hallelujah. Leave God to rule and reign. Amen. And God will be merciful unto you. In Ephesians chapter 3 and the verse number 20. Let, let's continue. So it is his nature. Every time, everything, in any way, God just wants to send goodness, mercy, abundance of every good thing to the life of his people so that they can have a future. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. So you go to God and say, God, can you please give me some two-bedroom apartment to live in? He said, I can give you a mansion. The amen is weak. 
No, the other time I was saying in the garden, anything is a mansion. Who oh, might come and see a mansion that a man has built? But the definition of a mansion means that it, has, it must have more than 20 rooms. That's when it qualifies to become a mansion. Okay? And, and you come before God and you are saying that, Heavenly Father, just give me some single room to live in. They say, yeah, I can give you a mansion. He jumps right there. God, can you admit me to class one? Yeah, I can make you a professor. And you must have the mindset to work with him. To become that professor emeritus that he can make you. He's able to do exceeding abundantly. Above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. So there is a power that is according to that power. That's what separates the men from the boys. That's what makes it like, why, 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 why can't I have that? Because there's a certain power operating in that person. There's a certain level of knowledge and faith, understanding that this person is coming with. Hallelujah. There's a certain level of consistency in steady plodding. He started with nothing, but he knows how to cope. He knows how to bide her time. He knows how to not confuse herself by being in a rush. That power gives them the stability and god can do more exceeding abundantly oh 2024 may that be your portion in the praise be unto the name of the lord it's always an honor to come to you at such a time of your day to bring you such truth to bring you such light and word of the Lord to begin your day with and to construct your day, your week, and the months coming with the word of the Lord. My name is Reverend David Seth Kwansa. I'm the head pastor of Mid Country Chapel. We meet at Amakom Traffic Light opposite the Children's Park. And uh, every Sunday, our services start at 7 a.m. Uh, to 9.15, that is the first service and the second service starts at 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock. We invite you to come and fellowship with us. We invite you to come and worship with us. It's a season where God is doing powerful things in spite of the challenges that our world is going through. And so we're honored to have you tuning in to our broadcast and being part of this. I invite you every Thursday morning at exactly 5.20 on Love FM to come and be part of this. The Lord bless you so much. I'll be waiting for you at church. We have meetings also on Wednesday evenings at exactly 6 o'clock, which ends at 8. The Lord bless you and have a wonderful day. We'll be with you again. Bye-bye. You can also